0: Welcome to the Coaching Academic Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a research paper called Variations in Coaching Style and Their Impact on Subordinates' Work Outcomes, which was written by Ray Haku Hayi and Christina Su chan and was published in the Journal of Organisational Behaviour in 2018. I'll put a link to the paper in the show notes. So in this paper, the authors explore the impact of supervisor or manager coaching on subordinates' adaptive performance. Now, adaptive performance is defined as the task performance-directed behaviours that individuals engage in in response to or in anticipation of changes relevant to job-related tasks. And the authors argue that supervisor coaching is an element of effective leadership and can be split into two different styles, guidance versus facilitation coaching. Now, facilitation coaching is argued to rely on highly inactive learning and is likely to have a positive impact on adaptive performance. Whereas they argue that guidance coaching relies on observation and is likely to have a negative impact on adaptive performance. So guidance coaching involves the coach as a role model, delivering clear expectations and feedback to employees intended to improve some aspects of their performance. Facilitation coaching, on the other hand, enables inactive learning as the coach enables performance improvement by encouraging the employee to explore and evaluate the task at hand and to discover solutions to problems on their own. So In the context of how we might define coaching behaviours, guidance coaching is perhaps more directive, whereas facilitation coaching is um, less directive. Now, the authors argue that the crucial difference between guidance and facilitation coaching is that they enable different types of learning, which are likely to differentially impact adaptive performance. So, for example, in guidance coaching, Although verbal and behavioural modelling enables subordinates to avoid errors in performing their tasks, the provision of a proven strategy from an expert source reduces the need for the subordinate to explore or hypotheses test or analyse the information that might lead to any deeper learning. Also, the high level of guidance in guidance coaching means that subordinates tend to have greater exposure to task conditions in which the desired performance is achieved, but less experience in terms of gaining uh, experience of how to respond to performance challenges or, or errors in performance. Without the inactive learning resulting from extensive exploration, subordinates who receive guidance coaching might be less able to adjust their behaviour in response to a changed task or job environment. So whilst guidance coaching is effective at helping someone to learn new behaviours, it's less helpful at helping them to understand how to adapt or react to different situations to the one in which they learnt the new behaviour. Facilitation coaching, on the other hand, encourages subordinates in active learning by supporting the self-exploration thought to be associated with the development of mastery of a skill, including more generalised skills and strategies, as they consider the overall pattern of outcomes associated with a broadened range of experiences. So compared with guidance coaching, recipients of facilitation coaching should be more capable in unfamiliar circumstances because they have more experience in developing their own skills and strategies in response to change rather than following a modelled response from their guidance coach. So in essence, whilst both guidance and facilitation coaching might help subordinates to learn, Guidance does so by showing the subordinate what to do, whereas facilitation does so by encouraging the subordinate to explore and learn for themselves what to do. And this difference means that subordinates who are in receipt of guidance coaching are less able to develop adaptive performance, which fundamentally involves developing your own strategies to respond to change. In addition to testing the impact of coaching style on adaptive performance, the authors also explored the impact of coaching style on task performance. Now, task performance is defined as the prescribed role behaviours, often formally stated in job descriptions. Now, contrary to the predicted effects of coaching style on adaptive performance, The authors propose that as the expectations associated with task performance are typically prescribed and formal, they're likely to be more defined and concrete relative to the need to adapt. Therefore, there is often specific knowledge and strategy tied to successful task performance that can be effectively modelled by a good guidance coach. In contrast, the inactive learning associated with a facilitation coaching style is not as beneficial in these circumstances, at least in the immediate term, as there's the potential for needless anxiety and frustration among subordinates as they explore ways to best accomplish a task that more easily and quickly could have been communicated to them through guidance coaching. Therefore, the authors predict the opposite relationship to adaptive performance. Therefore, guidance coaching style will be positively related to task performance and facilitation coaching style will be negatively associated with task performance. So to test whether these predictive relationships between coaching style and adaptive and task performance were true, 373 subordinates and their managers were surveyed. So there were 51 managers in this sample. All participants were based in eastern China and participants worked in a range of job roles from accounting and finance, sales, technology and customer service, among others. Data was collected at four different time points. So at time one, all participants provided demographic data. At time two, subordinates evaluated the coaching style of their direct supervisor At time three, the supervisors rated subordinates adaptive performance, and at time four, supervisors rated the task performance of their subordinates. So as predicted, the authors found that guidance coaching was negatively related to adaptive performance, yet positively related to task performance, whereas facilitation coaching was positively related to adaptive performance, yet negatively related to task performance. Therefore, guidance coaching was best at enhancing task performance, whereas facilitation coaching was best at enhancing adaptive performance. So the authors suggest that a clear implication of their findings is that if adaption is especially important to a given business unit, supervisors should utilise a facilitation coaching leadership style. However, the findings also pose challenges in that they clearly indicate that no single leadership style is likely to be best across all situations. The authors do note that only 35% of the leaders in their study were above the median or midpoint on both coaching styles, whereas a third of them were perceived as being not especially strong on either style. Therefore, the authors suggest that formal training to increase awareness of the alternative styles could enhance perceptions in this regard. A key outcome from this paper, in my view, is the contribution towards enhancing our understanding of how we learn and how this impacts on performance in unique ways. This study further illustrates that learning is a complex task and it's important to consider the outcomes you're seeking and use this information to inform how the desired behaviour will be taught. So if the ability to adapt, be agile and work in a proactive way is an important skill set within your team, then this study suggests that you need to be utilising facilitative coaching behaviours in your day-to-day leadership style. So that concludes today's episode of the Coaching Academic Podcast. And just to remind you, in today's episode, I was discussing variations in coaching style and their impact on subordinates' work outcomes, which was written by Ray Haku Hai and Christina Su Chan, and was published in the Journal of Organisational Behaviour in 2018. As always, I'll include a link to the paper in the show notes. I'm Rebecca Jones. Thanks for listening. See you again soon. Thanks for listening to the coaching academic podcast. If you're interested in reading my research, sponsoring the show or in hiring me as a researcher, coach or speaker, check out my website www.rebeccajjones.co.uk. If you like the show, don't forget to leave a review in iTunes and subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you have a question you'd like me to answer in a future show, then please get in touch via my website. Finally, you can connect with me on Twitter at coach underscore research. Thanks for listening.